Hey, hey, and welcome, you naughty beasts, to the Top Notch Method podcast. I'm your host, JP, and today we are talking about the relaunch of this podcast. Our theme is to build a sustainable health and fitness habit at home. We're going to outline today how that's going to run, and special bonus, I'm going to give you the exact process I use with my clients to make sure they get results week after week. So, if you're subscribed already, thank you. If not, use the next 10 seconds to do so, so you do not miss out. Let's do this. Fabulous. If you're listening to this already, chances are you have some understanding of your health and fitness journey. I want to try and use this podcast going forward to provide you more information, tools, action steps so that you can continue that journey with as little kind of deviation as possible. Now, I've kind of set the parameters of doing it at home. That doesn't mean that you have to work out at home. It doesn't mean that you're only able to do this stuff at home. But by setting a parameter, what we've done is we have created a box in which we have to be more creative. So, for example, if there was a series of lockdowns in the world uh, and potentially more on the horizon, what could we do to make sure that our body is best prepared for whatever it is that's going on? Is it the workouts that we do? Can we be more efficient with those so that we're able to do the right work in the right amounts so that we are investing our time wisely because we know that time is one of the most valuable resources. Maybe it's the foods that we're eating. Maybe it's the habits that we've created, the lifestyle, um, what we value, how we think about ourselves. All these steps kind of build towards not just a physical health and fitness, but the mental, the spiritual, all the aspects of that journey. So I'm going to try to speak to experts from hopefully around the globe, on topics that um, are actually meaningful and important. Things that are going to move the needle for us. So for example, in my next podcast, I'm speaking with Deirdre Maguire. She's a world, world-class world mind wellness expert. I've been very fortunate to connect with her, but she gives us some real insight into the thought patterns in our head and how that creates the results in our life and how we can cheat the system, how we can rewire our brain to ensure that we get success and, the, and results that we want. I've got a lot of exciting guests planned out so that we can look at things like growing your own health. So how can we do this in the garden, in our house? What um, plants or vegetables and, and what foods can we create with, with very minimal effort? Because if it's closer to home, we've got less uh, contaminants, pesticides, all those things that are going to try and bring us away from health. And the more connection we have with the foods that we eat and the things that we do in life, the more meaning we, we draw out of it. I'll also be speaking with uh, Olympians and see the, the journey from competing in sport to switching to more family life 
and, and how that changes your perspective of health because when you're in your 20s it's going to look very different from when you're in your 30s or your 40s or your 50s and on from there so it's kind of really going to address the seasons of our life and yet there are still commonalities that we can address and learn and implement as we go through and some might not be for you right now but they might be down the line and equally vice versa so that's the grandiose plan of who i'm going to talk to i'm also going to have solo episodes like today where we continue to look at those day-to-day things that we do that really create our results so when i'm working with clients i i try to really emphasize that when we're doing work in a gym a gym if a session is an hour, is 4% of your day. That means there's 96% of your day left. That's a lot of percent. <laughs> um, and that's a lot of time that we can influence what happens to our body. Does it feel good or does it feel bad? And so, going with people in the gym, it's not just on that hour. We're also trying to look at areas of our life that's that's going to have a meaningful impact and the trouble is if we try and tackle all of them all at once we're i guarantee failure 100 percent um so habits really are are super sneaky it seems like they should be super simple because we have lots of habits that we do all the time and we don't even think about them they're effortless but we forget how long it took for those habits to become effortless and when we're looking at trying to form a new habit we've got to take it one baby step at a time and what i mean by that is let's look at the big picture say you want to get more sleep well that's great cool we know the health benefits are going to be huge on that there are books and essays and talks all about benefits of sleep and we might even touch on that in a future episode but if we just decide right i'm going to go to bed two hours earlier so i get an extra two hours sleep well that's probably not going to happen or it might happen for a couple of days that you get to bed but then you're lying there thinking jeekers i can't go to sleep got all these other things i could be doing i'm bored i'm not even tired and it's not going to work it was too big of a jump from where we were at so we first got to understand where are we currently at And what's the smallest step we could take towards our goal? So we want to sleep more. Maybe we do want to add two hours to our sleep. Well, maybe the first step of that is giving yourself downtime before you go to bed. So say you go to bed at half ten at the moment. Well, from ten o'clock onwards, maybe we don't use our phone. So we're not in bed. We're still awake. And... but we're just not on our phone. We don't have that blue light shining in our eyes. Maybe that step is already in place. We've, we've got to understand that. So there's no point going through the step if we're already doing it. So maybe it's a matter of going through a boring task. Maybe we fold out our clothes for the day ahead. Maybe we turn off all but one light in the room. Maybe we play some ambient music. Maybe we breathe for a little bit and this is where it becomes really individualized and that 
that in itself can seem really insignificant. You're like, yeah, but that's not going to make a difference. But it will in maybe five or six weeks time when we've got four or five other habits stacked on top of that. And if we stack our habits together onto something that we already do, then it becomes a cascade and it means it happens all the time and this new habit becomes effortless. So that's a lot of what I do with people one-to-one and and it's great talking about these things and 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 saying, oh, cool, yeah, I can do that. That's, that, that's sweet. But if we don't review it, then how do we know if it is happening or if it's consistent? Maybe we tried it and it just didn't work for us. What are ways that we can assess that? And that's what I want to give you today. So wherever you're listening to this podcast, below your podcast episode, there is a little description box. And in that, there'll be a link that takes you to the show notes on my website and that's where you can find the worksheet I'm going to talk you through now. So step one is understanding what was my focus on this week. So what was the one habit I was trying to work on, improve, change, implement, whatever it was you were doing. So you, you make that clear to yourself so that you frame the worksheet for the day. Then we ask ourselves what went well in implementing that this week And if we use our sleep example again, maybe we were trying to use half an hour without a phone. Well, maybe what went really well is that we set a a reminder or a limit on our phone so that half an hour before bedtime, it either blocked our access or the alarm went off and told us, ah, 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 time to go to bed. Incidentally, if you're not sure how to set app limits like that on your phone or, you know, certain modes where it can be used and not used, actually have a YouTube video that you can watch your way through. It's got five ways that you can use your phone to use your phone less. It's pretty awesome stuff and I'd love for you to check that out. The next question then to ask ourselves would be, what didn't go to plan this week? And would you tackle it differently if it were to happen again? So this can be related to our habit. Maybe on two nights, we just weren't able to stick to it, whether we had guests over or we just forgot and we slipped up. So acknowledge that it's okay for these things to happen don't punish yourself for it but if we were to do this same week over again is there anything that we could have put in place that could have prevented that so in the guests case probably not unless we'd said to them hey look i have a meeting tomorrow in the morning and i need to be in bed for this time Uh, i don't mean to be rude but can you get lost (laughs) Um, so you could do that i mean that's an option Uh, And with the phone, maybe it is just setting those reminders or having those limits on it so that it kind of makes the decision for you rather than you having to remember consciously about it. That just takes up bandwidth in your head. And then the third question kind of goes a couple of different ways. That's really the fourth question, I suppose, isn't it? Um, What are you looking forward to this coming week? Or what do you want to focus on next? And it's a super powerful question to give yourself the opportunity to go, you know what? I don't think I'm ready for something new. I just want to consolidate what I'm already trying to do. Awesome. That's great. That's a great thing to focus on. Or maybe you're going, you know what? I'm so pumped that this went so well this week. I can't wait to add in my next step. Um, So again, in our sleep example, maybe it's making sure that our bedroom is prepared for a good night's sleep. It's totally blacked out. There's no light getting in. There's no like um, plugs that shine or devices that glow or anything like that that could be a great next step and it you know that would be a super short one you do it once and it's done 
And this might sound like it's taken a while to go through, but it's just because I'm trying to talk you through my thought process as we do it. After you've done this a few times, it, it's really like it's almost instantaneous. You read the question, you're like, oh, yeah, cool, there it is. But if you do take the moment to write it out or type it out or whatever, it's super powerful because you've committed it to paper. And midway through the week, if you if you are losing focus, you can look back at your review sheet and go, heck yeah, I'm on it. Or, oh yeah, I forgot I need to, need to get back on that. And then last couple of questions. What challenges am I going to face this week? And therefore, how can I prepare for them? I think sometimes we are so reactive in life that we, we wait until something happens and then decide how we're going to act. But the reality is, especially as we get older, life becomes more and more predictable. We know things are going to happen. And if we just take a second to consider them, we can usually predict what they're going to be. There are very few things that come out of left field. Now, granted, family members get sick, uh, projects get thrust on us at work. But some like the project one at work, we know each week that something is going to happen at work that's going to be unpredictable. What if we scheduled an extra hour in our day through the week to prepare for that so that if you need it, it's there. And if you don't, you have a bonus hour back in your day. That can be a simple mind shift that's really powerful and allows you to take control of what apparently is an uncontrollable. And then the final steps are really to, to look even further ahead. So if we were to jump you know, four weeks ahead, like a month's time, what do you want to look back on and think, oh yeah, I crushed that. Well, you know, what would make you really proud? And then what would it take to achieve that? Is it a matter of just following the steps you've already laid out? Or maybe you realize the steps I'm going to take aren't going to create that result. I need to shift focus. So this is a super powerful worksheet. I have a Google form set up and I just have the link on the uh, client's program. So I can click on the link and just set, type it in and then it just populates over to a spreadsheet. Super easy to do and um, super awesome. I wonder if I created that as a template, I could share that template with you and then you could copy it and then you have that same form ready to use. That'd be super cool actually. I am awesome. Yeah, I'll do that. Sweet. Uh, okay, so I want to try and respect everyone's time. I, I like to keep these short because I want you to feel like you're investing your time, but it's not taking over your life just to keep up with material. I want you to go away and take action. So go click on the show notes, get your template, copy it to your Google Drive, and let's start reviewing. Let's start making progress and, and regain momentum. Once again, if you haven't already, please subscribe. It is totally free. Um, and that way you can you can keep up with what's happening next. Deirdre's coming up next. Then it's back to me. And I'll probably try and flip-flop between having a guest and doing it myself. So that this is sustainable for me to do. But also then helps you create that sustainable health and fitness habit at home. Thank you very much for listening. And I'll catch you in the next one. Sure.